Hello everybody, welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. We're going to talk about the movies, as we always do. My name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to talk about a sequel to a sequel. Mm -hmm. It seems like Iron Man has been around as long as I have. <laughs> but this is only the third version. It's called, creatively enough, Iron Man 3. And of course, it stars Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, mm -hmm. i.e. Iron Man. Right. In this film, we discover that a mysterious villain from somewhere in the world, <laughs> known only as the Mandarin, which is a Chinese name, mm -hmm. and that is the last nod to anything Chinese in this entire film. The Mandarin is trying to take over the world, number one, and number two, totally destroy Iron Man and Tony Stark. The first thing he does to Iron Man is blow his gazillion dollar mansion mm -hmm. <laughs> right off the face of the earth. Right. And of course, Iron Man has to worry about who is behind all this. Of course, he has his best buddy, played by Don Cheadle, mm -hmm. and his longtime love, Pepper Potts, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. But he has another ex-girlfriend in the film. She is played by Rebecca Hall. So there's a lot of people running around, and we don't quite know what they're doing or why. We can't forget Guy Pierce. Of course not. <laughs> Guy Pierce is... Duplicitous, uh, as always. Oh, that's wonderful. Duplicitous. He is certainly duplicitous. And the most duplicitous guy of all, and the guy that I really enjoyed in this film, and I have problems with his acting sometimes, but mm -hmm. I loved him in this film, is Ben Kingsley. Mm -hmm. Oh, forgive me, Sir Ben Kingsley. Yes, you please. cannot call him just Ben. Anyway, he plays the Mandarin. He keeps popping up on television to tell people what he's going to do next that is terrible, and then he does it. It's kind of an Asian version of Osama bin Laden. Right, he even looks like he's Osama of, bin Laden a little bit. Not my favorite image, by the way. Of course not, but he amused me. And of course, Robert Downey Jr. always amuses me. I guess. The great thing about the <laughs> Iron Man movies, and they're not really great. I mean, they're not my thing at all. No. But what I like most about them is when I see Robert Downey Jr. I agree with talking you. to another human being because he's always clever and funny I and agree. charming. He is the franchise. You bet. He is the brains, the wit, the fun, the charm of Iron Man. Without Robert Downey Jr., you couldn't drag me to see one of these movies. That's because, right. again, it's comic book junk, you know, not for grown-up adults nope. with a brain in their head. But it's as good as this kind of big-time brash entertainment can get. I liked certain parts of this movie. I thought the most clever sequence was when Robert Downey encounters more Iron Men than you can possibly imagine, all <laughs> striking each other at the same time. That was a very inventive moment in the film. And I always love seeing Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. I thought Rebecca Hall was kind of left in the dust in this film because Gwyneth Paltrow is such a glamorous girl. It'd be hard to be in a movie with her and take the spotlight away from her. You're right. just not going to do it. Rebecca Hall's a fine actress, taking nothing away from her ability. It's just in a movie like this, everybody else is bigger than life, and she's a little bit more real as an actress. And yeah. so I thought she didn't quite fit in as nicely as the rest of them. Don Cheadle turned in what can only be best described as, once again, that best friend who's loyal and dependable, <laughs> resourceful, and dull. Don Cheadle burst onto the scene many, many years ago in the Walter Mosley mystery, Devil in a Blue Dress with Denzel, and he played a bad guy. Mm. He was astonishing, 
And he has not done anything even close to that well, since. Well, he keeps doing those caper movies, Oceans 12 and 13 and 23 right, or right. whatever. And he plays exactly what I just said, dependable, resourceful, loyal, and dull. But I do think what Iron Man 3 does successfully, and that's because of the director, Shane Black, and I'm going to say because of Robert Downey Jr.'s input, and it's obvious that Downey owns these movies. Yes. They put enough spice, and they have Downey tossing around enough one-liners and clever asides. I think Shane Black also believes that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. That's kind of (laughs) the way I felt about Iron Man 3. It's not a bad film by any stretch. It's not particularly imaginative, except for the one or two sequences that I previously mentioned. It's better than Iron Man 2, which I didn't care for at all. That's just hilarious to even discuss whether one is better than the other. Anyway, this is more fun than the usual caped crusader comic book nonsense only because Robert Downey Jr. is such a charismatic presence. He really makes the most inane scenes seem noteworthy. He reminds me very much of Robin Williams in that half of what comes out of his mouth is coming out of his head. I don't think a lot of this stuff was in Shane Black's script. No. That makes it watchable for me. He breaks the fourth wall a little bit, too, in the same way that Bob Hope used to do that. Right. He would turn to the camera facing the audience as if to say... I'm not buying any of this nonsense. You don't have to either. And then he would go right back into the scene. And that's a little bit of what you get from Robert Downey. And that's kind of a healthy way to approach this kind of silliness. This is an amusement best suited for folks who like roller coaster rides and cheap thrills. It's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but it certainly is worth a look. I think so, too. You know, I found myself drifting off (laughs) mainly in the loud scenes. I thought, oh, it's too loud. I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, you can't sleep in those movies. Well, (laughs) that's the trouble with them. Correct. But I enjoy Downey so much. Don't you think these movies, though, are best suited for children or young kids? For me, it rates a very healthy yellow glow. And I kid you not. (laughs) I'm going to give it a yellow light also. And I was amused. I was entertained. I was bored in spots. The scenes with the least amount of action are the ones that I enjoyed the most. Yes, uh, I agree. You and I are going to be lonely in that category. But if it's the kind of film you like, you're going to enjoy Iron Man 3. I'm also giving it a yellow light. Okay. So, two yellow lights for Iron Man 3. We're going to come back and review another movie really, really soon. We hope that you'll come back with us. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you won't have to wear an iron suit of your own when we see you at the movies. In other words, you don't have to steal yourself. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.